Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Style That Binds Us podcast. Today, you have the mother-daughter duo, Allison Brune and Delia Falk here, and we're discussing some questions that mom gets asked frequently by her styling clients and our audience in general. And the first one is, how do I find my style? That seems overwhelming, and that would be overwhelming to try and really pin down something and stick to it for the rest of your life. (laughs) Unless you are someone that wants to be known for one thing. Or for example, if your favorite color is blue and you want everything you wear to be blue, at least a part of your look, your house is decorated in blue. Your flowers, you know, your garden, when you look at the garden, everything, you have a lot of flowers that have blue in them, things like that. So that is one way. There are people that are known, literally known for one thing, and they really stand out, like Jenna Lyons with her glasses and her entire look, her hair, her the, exactly the way she dresses, the, like the T-shirt, the long gown or whatever it is. If you don't know who Jenna Lyons is, Google the name. And you'll remember her most likely. She was the she was one of the top dogs at J Crew when J Crew was the biggest thing going, and she was the visionary behind that brand. And she's tall and, and very dramatic looking. Who else? Who else has is known for like one thing? Anna Wintour, the editor in chief of Vogue, but also I think she's like some. She has a new title that's more expansive oh, right. in the Condé Nast family. Right. That's right. What is her look? Well, she's never in black. It's always with color, and she mixes prints, and she wears the some sort of a Manolo shoe. She even worked with him, Manolo Blahnik, to create a specific shoe for her that was her exact skin color mm-hmm. and always has colorful accessories. Love her necklaces. That's right. And her dresses... They're they're always that almost always that same little style with a short sleeve, right? Crew neck. Her hair, of course, is always the same. Mm-hmm. The same Chanel sunglasses. Um, doesn't really carry bags. All that kind of stuff. So you pretty much know exactly how she's going to look, and it's going to be perfect. She is right. a perfectionist. Never a hair out of place. Or like our friend Elisa Lipt with the red lip. She was the DKNY PR girl. And then, of course, there's Iris Apfel. Her last name is spelled A-P-F-E-L. If you don't know who that is, Google her. You might recognize her, too. She's uh, now in her 90s. She's a reluctant style icon. She's 100. Oh, did she just turn 100? I couldn't remember that. Um, Okay, and she has these big, round, black glasses, and she wears a red lip, I think. But she, Mm -hmm. she always wears this chunky jewelry that she's collected from all over the world, and she definitely has a very specific look. And you can probably hear her coming when she's walking down the hall because she does multiple bracelets and everything. Um, so that is that is one way, you know, that is one very definite style people always will remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but but more, more than, you know, more, more likely will be that you don't have just one dramatic right. thing that you're going to do. Steve Jobs and his black turtleneck, whatever it is. And if if that is you, like both of us, you know, it's hard to say, what's your favorite color? Oh my gosh, I have so many, right? <laughs> you know, we have too many things that we, we love. So that's a little more difficult. So what I tell people to do is 
is in some way create a mood or a vision board and you can make it as quick and as easy or you can really go all in and make it, you know, spend days on it. But also the thing about it is you will be working on this and adding to it really the rest of your life, at least mentally. Because this isn't just about what clothes in a magazine or on Pinterest you like. Oh, I think that's cute. Oh, I think that's cute. It's not like that. It's much more about your world and really thinking about your favorite colors. Take a walk outside. What do you see? What makes you um, emotional or joyful? You know, like, is it a certain flower? And you realize, I'm obsessed with that color. I never really thought about it, but that flower I've always loved. What is it? You know, look into figuring out that kind of flower. What style music do you always really love? And sometimes you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I've I've been thinking that I like country music all these years, but it was just because everybody around me was listening to country music. Actually, what I love is blank or um, songs from the past or whatever. Music has a big part to do it. Art has a big part to do with it. If you think about it, if you're anywhere in a gallery or a museum or looking through a book of artwork um, or it, you know, just in your head, think about what are the artists that I liked? And if it's Monet, it could very well be just because everyone knows Monet and those were the, that's the first painter you probably knew about, or, you know, someone like that. So you think you love Monet, but then you realize, actually, I'm really loving, you know, someone, some modern artist. And it's, it, it, you just stop and take the time to think about what you love. If you have your own apartment or home now and the pieces are not all hand-me-downs, some of them you have picked out yourself, what did you choose? What was the style? What was the color? What was the texture? What was the ear like? Do you love mid-century modern? Do you love antiques? Those kinds of things. Do you love bold color? Do you love soft pastels? Are you someone that really likes black and white only. There are so many people that tell me I only wear black. And that's fine if that's who that person is. But what I've realized, and it's taken me a long time, and the only way I really realized it was even when I've been working as a stylist, it has become more clear to me. When I'm creating lookbooks for other, for everyone, for the style that binds us, for 24-7, for example, 24-7 stylist. Right. The things that that stop me are a certain look every single time. <laughs> and I have to remind myself, not everybody loves this. You know, it's definitely not everybody loves it. So I have to be careful that I don't fill up the whole lookbook with that. Oh, because right. a lot of stylists will go through and say, okay, you have to have a graphic tee this season. You have to have this. You have to have this. And that's, that, that is not the way I work. Because, you know, you might want a graphic tee. I don't want to be called dead in a graphic tee or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. So so I, I just find it interesting that if you start paying attention, if you walk in a store, most likely there's some style that you keep going towards. My sister always goes towards white shirts. She is really drawn towards a crisp white shirt. But um, what I love is very architectural, tailored, Minimalist, very clean style, fashion, and that's why I was doing all you know the blazers and the 
button down shirts and everything. But then I, I realized I was drawn to like the Parisian women and the jean and just the simple moto jacket and the white tee and a black suede pomp and a red lip. Right. Just those very clean looks. And the more I thought about that, who are the designers that I would either buy or study their runway show and then figure out in a, in, in a more realistic price point what are the brands that do that? The brands, yeah. the designers I love come from Antwerp or um, Milan mm-hmm. or um, Jill Sander actually was from Germany, but her brand is headquartered in Milan. And the only problem about my style aesthetic is that it is expensive to achieve well because the cleaner something is, the simpler something is, the fabrics have to be nicer because any little mistake shows. If you're wearing a print dress and the hem is not exactly perfect, no one will ever notice. Mm-hmm. That's why clothes like the row and some of these other designs that are so ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. That's why. I mean, they're so clean and simple. And then I started thinking about my art, even looking around at my apartment. The art I have is very bold. Some of it is not modern, but the color schemes. Like it might right. be a John Singer Sargent portrait that has those bold contrasting colors Mm -hmm. or it could be a modern work from like Alex Katz or Picasso is kind of in between the two of those or um, Edward Hopper I'm drawn to Calder sculptures I mean the more I thought of it I was like this is so crazy this is really my thing and it's taken a very long time right to figure that out so first of all don't be hard on yourself and second of all be more observant you have the answers more than i do you just have to dig deep and kind of get through the clutter and a lot of stuff in your closet is there because someone at a store said that looks fabulous on you you know and you got it at home and you're like i don't even know if this is me well, that's because you didn't pick it out. Someone else picked it out. So, and obviously the other thing that I always say is body type. Know your body type. If you don't know your body type and you're drawn towards a little crop jacket, for example, my ex- example is always Chanel suit, a little Chanel cropped jacket and the pencil skirt. I wanted that look so badly. I thought it was the most chic Tried it on, tried it on. I remember when I was young, I got something at Banana Republic that was like that. And I loved it so much, but it it never really worked. And finally I had to give it, you know, I I consigned it or something because I do not have a boyish figure. I have a waist and I have hips. So a pencil skirt is never going to work for me. Neither is a little shift dress necessarily. Um, An A-line skirt or an ampere there are all kinds of things that do work for me but that crop jacket without a collar is not it so that's an example of your body type will guide you and the style aesthetic that works best for you too this can seem complicated and where to begin can seem complicated you can always reach out to us i do virtual body and, and color analysis sessions, little mini sessions all the time where we get to know your body type or, um, and the colors that work for and you. the colors that work best for you, the best neckline, you know, all those different things. If you're very interested in doing this and you need more direction, 
if someone wants to know more about how to do the mood board or the vision board, or they do want to set up like a virtual body and color analysis mini session, or at least get more information about that, how do they go about it? Or in person. So oh, sure. the best thing to do would be to email Allison at the style that binds us.com. Allison has one L. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Mom, what was it like for you when I was growing up trying to help me find my style or shopping together? <laughs> well, you have one of those minds that is all over the place. You have a very active brain. And so you were all over the place, not like distracted, but just like, oh, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. I love this. I love this. And you also had very strong points of view. And you told me from the age of three, I could do it by myself. So you went out of the house a lot, you know, with your shirt on backwards or the shoes on the wrong feet or whatever. I had to pick my battles. But you loved your pink and red cowboy boots and you loved these overall shorts. Loved them. And that's interesting because that carries over. You still love to wear overalls and cute overalls, you know, and um, and you love cowboy boots. But the rest of it, when I would try and get you into a dress, and certainly if I ever tried to put a bow in your hair, my remembrance of that is grabbing you by the arm as you ran by. Not like where it hurt, but I could never catch you long enough to get the bow in your hair. And then by the time we get in the car to go to wherever we were going, the bow would either be hanging by one little strand of hair or it would just have disappeared. So many beautiful dresses ripped while you're running, running around the house or running outside chasing the other kids, the boys after, you know, doing Easter. Trying to kiss them. Oh my gosh, just so, so full of life to say the least. So, um, but the thing about that is with you, your style aesthetic sort of is was unique to you from the very beginning. With your personality, sometimes I had to stand my ground. If we were going somewhere, you had to wear, you know, a dress yeah. or whatever. But, you, you know, you would pick out things. The good thing about it was you didn't always feel like you had to wear exactly what everybody else was wearing. Mm -hmm. And there's a ton of pressure for that when you're young. Yeah. Um, but you would pick out something and it's so funny when I think about that pair of tennis shoes that the rest of the family gave you such a hard time about and now they're just like they would be so normal oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the tennis shoes with all the bright colors on them but your style has evolved as you have and I don't mean that like got more mature I mean when you were a tomboy you had a very distinctive style yeah you loved your little jeans and these <laughs> cute little Oh my gosh, you were so cute, but you loved your hiking boots. You had hiking boots that you insisted on wearing <laughs> with dresses and everything. I mean, that was so you. And so then as you sort of moved away a little bit more and more away from, from being, you know, a tomboy, you moved into dresses naturally and high heels. Yeah. I used to love to wear high heels, even like in high school. I was like, oh, your feet are going to be ruined by the time you're, you know, 25. But it's difficult for moms today, especially working with daughters yeah. in high school and junior high, because things are so provocative. I feel feel for them, but it just kind of happened naturally with you. And now where it is, is very interesting, because it's a, it has melded. You know, you have that side of you, that cowboy boot, overalls, kind of 
I can do anything personality. And then you also have this other facet that's very feminine and elegant and loves to get dressed up. I think that's fascinating to think about how your life has, has melded into the perfect style aesthetic for you and your personality. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because you've always been more of a first adopter, like learning about the trends and ready immediately, I think, to kind of incorporate them into the wardrobe, like the skinny jean and everything. And I was like, I am not wearing this. I don't Mm. know what this is. I hate this. You're like, okay, well, this is the new thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know. And then, of course, eventually I came along. Mommy knows best. I am not wearing that. That looks like an old lady. Just because (laughs) it was not like a micro mini, you know, in high school. And now you wear tons of dresses that are, you know, midi length. I mean, they're not old lady. Oh, midi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Unless they had the highest of heels. Right. (laughs) Yes, that's so funny. But anyway, try to take the pressure off of yourself. You don't have to be known for one thing. You don't have to be known for one style. Um, unless something like something really jumps out at you. I mean, it, it, it's so fun to take some time to think about yourself. I mean, I grew up, my mother loved art. She loved the Impressionists. That's what I knew. And my, you know, my uncle was the head of the French department at Chapel Hill. I went with my aunt and uncle to France. We stayed for three weeks and in the south of France, and we spent every day going to all the places where Van Gogh and Cezanne and Picasso had painted and been where they had gotten their influences and everything. So that was just so in my brain. And it wasn't until probably my 40s or later than 40. Maybe even early 50 when I realized I love something completely different too. Those things still, especially when you're in the south of France and you see those trees and you're like, this is the painting. You get the colors and everything. I'm very passionate about that. But this this other thing, it might be when you're 50 when all of a sudden you realize, I really do have a very specific thing that I didn't choose it. It's just inside of me that jolts me. That really, uh, same thing with Balanchine versus American Ballet Theater. You know, I much more love Balanchine with his more modern, it's still very much ballet. It's not modern dance, mm-hmm. but it's very clean. They're in a leotard and tights as compared to American Ballet Theater and Swan Lake. Mm-hmm. So I just this minute put that together. That's what I'm saying. Your whole life, you'll start realizing you'll have these aha moments. I think it's fascinating. In the show notes, we will put a link. We've had Elisa Licht on our podcast. Mm-hmm. We mentioned her in the beginning as one of the ones who've had who has a specific look. And then we also have some style YouTube videos that we've done that Mom was so sweet to do <laughs> to help everybody figure out some of these style questions women keep asking her. So you can peruse those and see if that will help. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we hope this was helpful to figure out how to find your style and if you even need to have just one style or if you're okay with having a different style per mood, occasion, etc. And make sure to email Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, at thestylethatbindsus.com if you would like a more personalized approach to your style journey. We will see you next time. 
Thank you for tuning into this episode on the Style That Binds Us podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe. You can be a part of growing with us. Also, do you know about our weekly newsletter? You'll get access to exclusive content in our newsletter that we don't post anywhere else. Our newsletter comes out every Tuesday with the exception of the third Thursday of the month for Allison's special Celebrating Life After 40 edition. Head to the bottom of the Style That Binds Us website to subscribe.